Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treat is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you landed here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got to the man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys in the show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more, and even NFL preseason. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary Chiefs tight end Jason Dunn. Been a, been a pretty busy week. For, uh, it's our first full week with the doing the Bleacher Report stuff and doing the Chief Concerns podcast. Um, it's you know great for everyone who's tuned in for our extra shows. I know how much you guys love the, the new daily shows we we, we have going uh, a couple times a week now. But uh, yeah, it's been a great week, JD. How you how you liking the new uh, busy uh, Chief Concerns schedule we got? <laughs> I like it. It's something to get you know used to. But I, I do I do like it. I like the you know more engagement with the fans. Getting out here a little bit more, I think it's gonna, you know, we're gonna give everybody what they need. We're gonna give everybody a nice dose of reality, some truth, uh, of good and, and balanced look at the Chiefs. Uh, nothing too emotional about things, man. We're just gonna tell it like it is, and I think people are looking for something like that, right? They're just looking for those things, and we're looking for everybody to come back to us and join us and give, you know, give us your thoughts, give us your engagement. We want to hear from you all, and. So that's what it's been. It's been very busy, but I love it. You know, extremely blessed, man. How you doing? I can't complain. I cannot complain. I, like you said, it's a, it's a schedule to get used to. But yeah, we love all the engagement, seeing everybody comment, and you know, get involved with everything. I love the Monday morning tight end segment. That's a that's a nice way to reflect on uh, reflect. And if it's a bad game, you know, put it put review the loss and then put it on the shelf, and then. On to uh, on to the next game, but yeah, no, I, I I love everything we got going on, and yeah, I would love everyone um, who's been supportive and in, engaged with us so far uh, on the uh, the new season of the Chief Concerns um, and everything that we got going on. One hundred percent. And you talk about getting a little dose of reality. You've been you've been pretty spot on with this whole Chris Jones thing. Uh, we're gonna get into Chris Jones coming back uh, in a second here, but like. He just had his press conference, and he pretty much said that the media and a lot of fans misconstrued, you know, the whole contract negotiation thing. And, like, it's never personal. Um, he loves the organization wants to stay around with the organization. Andy Reid also said this is part of the game. You know, like, he's he's been through a lot of holdouts. So he said, like, you know, it's just part of the whole thing. It's never personal. They may, maintain communication um, throughout the whole thing, but it's just, it's just part of the NFL. It's a bit part of – what happens, you know, and you've been, you've been great as far as laying that out to everybody uh, throughout this whole Chris Jones um, thing. 
Yeah, I, look, I, I, I've been involved in, in, in contract disputes before. I understand where Chris was at with everything. <clears throat> and I know as fans, you just want the guy to be out there on the field playing, okay? that That's what it boils down to. Uh, it, what I, I and, and I get it. I get that part of it, right? You play a ticket, you want to see a guy, you know, come out. You, you're thinking about getting a, a dynasty, repeating what you did last year and the previous years. And so you have an ability – a chance and opportunity to make this uh, this team, you know, back on the top, you know, the pinnacle. And so this kind of, for some people, some fans, this threw a monkey wrench into everything that was going on. But, you know, the thing is, man, it, this is the NFL. This is the business of the NFL. And so Chris, you know, always had to look after his his own best interests as well as just the, the Chiefs did the same. But now, since they've come to some type of reconciliation, They've, they've come to some type of compromise. Now we can move forward. Now we can move forward from all the, you know, boos and hisses of Chris Jones and looking at him in the stands and what is he doing and how stupid is he or how bad is his agents, fire his agents, all those things. Look, Chris has signed the deal. He is, just wants to be here and he wants to play. And it hasn't changed. It hasn't changed at all. I, I, I never questioned that he wanted to be a chief for life. Never questioned that. Never questioned his dedication to the Chiefs at all. Uh, I think to him, it was all about compensation for what he he gave to the team. And rightfully so. Rightfully so, he should have been compensated for that, for his contribution to the team. You know, for all the things he's done on the defensive side of the ball, all the accolades, how, how great of a player he is, Chris Jones deserved a bump in pay. Uh, and so – it was good and fitting that the Chiefs found some type of, of a deal, I guess, wherever they are with this whole thing. Uh, still waiting for all the, the whole thing to come out, what exactly was all in the contract. Uh, and maybe maybe it won't come out. Maybe they got a gag order saying, hey, look, you signed this deal. You know, we ain't going to talk about all the particulars in it. Let's just leave it alone. Let's just go play ball. Uh, but we're, we're there now, right? That's, that's where we are. So now we got our superstar back on the defensive side of the ball. This week we won't get our superstar, one of our superstars back on the offensive side of the ball. We're putting this whole Kansas City Chief band back together, baby. The band is back together. That's what I'm looking for, you know. So this is it. This is what we're looking for. So we we wanted to make our dash beginning of the season. Fine. Well, let's start with the Jacksonville Jaguars, right? Let's do let's deal with them that. You know, one of probably one of our toughest opponents on the on on the schedule this year. So to me. This is the most ideal time for Chris to come back, you know, after his holdout was this game right here. This game right here, I think the Chiefs knew, Beach them knew, and everybody else knew, Chris and everybody else knew that they needed him back for this game. Uh, and so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it. I'm happy for it. This is sign is done. Let's go. Let's move on. Yeah, I mean, you can make the argument that if we were playing like a team like the Houston Texans, we may not see Chris Jones back this week. But the fact that we're playing such a high-caliber opponent, I think Chris wanted to come back and show it and make sure that the whole world knows we're still here. I'm still here. You know, I'm like, they, they, I'm glad they came to a uh, an agreement on um, the contract. And apparently I read that Indianapolis is going to use the uh, formula that we use with Chris Jones to bring back Jonathan Taylor um, uh, okay. when he comes back off the, uh, the pup. Well, I'll tell you this. I think, you know, to be honest with you, uh, you know, especially playing against an AFC opponent like Jacksonville, this is all about, you know, it's, it's, it's strategy and tactics. 
and you know that you got to get these wins early. So you want to put yourself in a better position uh, to get this. You set yourself up for the playoffs down the road. And so it's paramount that Chris is back here, you know, helping to try to get this win. And I think Chris knew that too. Obviously, it was costing him money. He didn't want to keep paying that money if he didn't need to. So it was good. He was back in town, right? You've seen him out. And I think really, to be honest with you, him coming back, sitting in the stands, everybody seeing him, part of the deal was him being here to get something done. I think that's what the whole the whole point of him being here when just for the Ron McDonald, but also, too, for them to come to a point in agreement uh, to get this uh, ship moving forward. Yeah, and definitely, I mean, you know better than I would, but, like, being in the stands and watching your team play – you kind of get that fire burn a little bit. And then also seeing your team lose, like, damn, man, like, ha, I should be out there. And especially, I mean, Kelsey talked about it on his podcast. Like, he, he felt like an a-hole that he wasn't playing and helping and trying to contribute to help his team win. It's like, you know, when you see your team out there and you're not you're not a part of it, you're like, ah, man, like, the fire's burning. Like, you want to go back out there and play. So, like, I mean, that definitely played a part in it, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, you never want to see you guys out there struggling. Defense did a pretty good job, uh, but he wanted to be out there. You know, he never abandoned his teammates, you know, where some, uh, you know, delusional fans were saying, oh, he abandoned his teammates. He's on a contract. Why isn't he playing? Well, CBA allows you to, you know, actually use this as a tactic to hold out uh, to try to get more money. It's negotiation. Okay. So it's it's, it's actually uh, allowed. But, yeah, he he, he – he knew the place for him to be is out there with his boys uh, playing ball with them. And so I, I, I hope this is the next step into going into the Super Bowl. The Chiefs went into Super Bowl this year. I'm right there with you. I, yeah, I hope this is. I'm glad we're getting another way. Like, like we've been saying all along, we just wanted this drama to be over, whether that was signing a long-term extension, whether it was giving him giving into what he wanted or, you know, Chris Jones giving into what the Chiefs wanted. I'm happy it's over. We can put this thing to bed for – a couple months, and maybe in December they work out a long-term extension. Uh, and but that's 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 a next off-season conversation. Um, I, I hope well, I hope that gets done, but I don't know. Uh, wh- you, what do you think about a possible long-term extension with the, with the way this thing went? So the way I look at it, okay, and I could be wrong, but this seemed like okay. Let me go ahead and get this thing over with. Uh, but I do feel like there might have been some things of like some of these promises that was was put out there about, yeah, we're going to sign you to, you know, long-term deal and whatnot and maybe not come to a place that y'all both were okay with. Uh, it lasted longer than what everybody wanted it to. I think for Beach and Chris both and Andy, the entire team. So maybe at the end of the year, you know, they may tender him. They may let him be a free agency. They may, all these things, but I do feel that there's something in the back of the minds like, you know what, this Fine, let's get this thing over with. When everything comes at the end of the season, we'll worry about that. But I, I don't I don't know what the future is going to be for Chris Jones uh, here with the Chiefs later on. I think nobody wants to go through it again. Some things had to be had to be put out there as far as like where you want to start, what you want to be, how you know where you want to get at. So I, I think uh, you know I don't want to put no speculation on it, but I, I think that maybe some things might have been severed a little bit, okay, with this last negotiation. This is just me. Mm. It's just me. Yeah, the stuff that's being said publicly, there's there's, there's no bad blood between the two sides. 
Um, and he's reiterated today during his press conference, he hopes they can get a long-term deal done in the offseason. And also, salary cap's going to be going up. So, I mean, like, there's potential there. And I think I was listening to some expert on uh, the the Athletic. Um, they were talking about how, like, they think that there's a possibility that, like, you know, obviously that he didn't negotiate a no tag. So we could still tag him at the end of the season um, for next year. And then we'd probably go around this whole thing again. But you go you go to a, a, one more year of a tag. He has $32 million, And then I think the next year is when that salary cap bump is supposed to happen with the new TV deal and stuff. So, like, yeah. they could play their cards, right? Maybe get end up getting that two-year extension by with the tag and then maybe getting a good deal with him in, two, in um, another year's time, two years. Well, um, they, they could. That, that, that could definitely happen. Um, you know, I, I think uh, he may come to the reality that the Chiefs are not willing to spend that much money on a defensive tackle. I think that that reality kind of sunk in. And this is how the the in the future negotiations going to go. Uh, and I think that, you know, he was like, look, you know what? I want to be here, but I realize it's going to cost a lot of money for me to be here. And I'm not, I don't think they're willing to pay that. So they may do some different things maybe for their benefit. Uh, but that that's that's how I feel about this negotiation that happened. Yeah. And so right now, I think they all said they have a vested interest just to win games right now, to win a championship. And so if he does well, he'll still be able to, 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 to earn big money on the market if he goes out there. Another team will still be out there, you know, ready to give him, you know, the, the big money. I just think the Chiefs after this past year, next year, it still be kind of the same thing. I don't think they're really willing to pay $30 million or, you know, even close to that for a defensive tackle, especially one that's, you know, as everybody say, aging up and, you know, going up in age. Chris Jones is going to be an effective defensive tackle for a number of years. For another four years, Chris Jones is still going to be a, a, a very effective defensive tackle. Yeah, uh, He takes care of his body, man. Uh, you know, he's a consummate pro. I think he still loves the game. Uh, but I think it's, that's, that's, that's kind of where it is, man. And it, it's sad to say and sad almost to see, but this is business. <laughs> it's the NFL, man. This, this is the business of the game. And that's why everybody shouldn't have been all up in arms and upset with these things because it's just how business goes. It comes with the territory. And so, you know, there will be some hurt feelings. What he said, you know, no no hurt feelings. Like, you didn't lose, but you just know, like, okay, I, I get it. I understand what business is with this whole thing, right? Still love the Chiefs. and Still loves him. Still does. Fans still love him, you know. But when you start looking for other guys that you want to try to sign in the future deals, you know, we talked about Creed and Trey and all those different other guys. How's it going? How's it going to sound? What's it going to look like? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, plenty of time to, to see what happens with that. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. it's going to be next offseason. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with that whole situation. If we do do the old tag and trade or they work out some long-term deal that favors more of what the Kansas city wanted back two months ago, but I guess we'll plenty of time for that conversation to be had. Plenty of time for that, man. Look, let's 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 get these wins, get these dubs, you know, get to the playoffs, win a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. We revisit that when it gets to that point. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right. So now we're gonna get into uh, previewing week two, the big game this weekend. So we're gonna so we're gonna start off with talking about Chris Jones and the defensive side of things. So last week, everyone, I think everyone went into that Detroit game kind of weary of what this defense could look like. Um, the defense played great, only allowing 14 points. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, towards the end of the game, you could see the guys are kind of worn out a little bit where they finally committed to the run. They kind of hammered away and 
got down to get that go-ahead score at the end of the game. But for the most part, the defense played uh, admirably. I mean, they were playing without a twenty million plus dollar guy in the middle of that defense. When you're when you're not when you're, when you're not playing with a guy who all well, the the, con, the 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 cap is allotted a to, and he doesn't play in that game, it's a big deal. And a lot of guys stepped up. Mike Dana stepped up. A lot of these guys did. Um, but with Chris Jones coming back, and I know in our, our live stream we kind of talked about top ten potential, but I don't even care about top ten potential. But right. how much better do you expect this defense to look? Maybe this week, or maybe not this week. Then two weeks from now. But based on what you saw last week, the potential of how these guys mm-hmm. can rise, you know, the, the second-year jump of Carlisle, this, uh, King Felix looking pretty solid. How much better do you expect this defense to look with Chris Jones in the lineup, with everyone playing the way they are playing right now? I mean, I think I think they're going to look significantly better. And so as good as they looked last week, I think they'll look even better with Chris Jones in there. Because then all of a sudden what you do is you freed up uh, uh, King Felix, you, uh, you free up uh, 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 George, Free up the linebackers to make more plays. The secondary can go out there and play a, a lot more uh, looser than what they were, uh, and, and get into wide receivers just getting their tails. This is what they can do, and so also two of free spags up to you know to make plays. And he, man, he, he he caught a brilliant game last week. He did, and they executed uh, everything to a T, exactly how it was all drawn up. And so uh, this week, I think you'll start to hit home because you'll see a much better offense in uh in trevor lawrence and the, and the jaguars than it was with the with the lions i think lions are a good offensive football team but i don't think they're nowhere near where the jaguars are i just don't they don't have that many weapons and so when we talk about christian kirk uh uh uh, uh, uh etienne we talk about zay jones we talk about ingram we talk about uh, uh Cal- calvin right really and we, we we talk about all these guys uh did i miss anybody because that's how many guys they got you know they got a lot of guys everywhere, right? You, so you got, the, you got the top ones. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's more than enough. That's more than enough. So they got plenty of weapons, plenty of weapons to do things around it. But it's going to be a good challenge. It's going to be a good challenge for our defense uh, going against this this juggernaut of an offense this week, and especially down there in Jacksonville too. So I'm waiting to see it. I'm waiting. To, I'm waiting for Chris to come out here off this holdout and come and make some plays. Right? Come make some plays, big fella. Okay, you got your money, let you in the game, maybe get you, you know, somewhere around about 65% of the snaps, maybe 70. Go make some noise now. Okay. You even said it. You said he 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 made some of these things, he took he took some of these things personal. And he should. You know, you should take them take them personal. Because you realize, like, man, some of these, these jokers don't love me like that. They don't. They don't know what I'm trying to do. But hey, whatever. But we know right now, uh, that this is this is a tough contest for for the Chiefs, it's a tough contest for the Chiefs, and offensively, going for the offensive side of the ball, we know we need to go ahead and do better on the wide receiver catching the football. We know we need to do a much better job blocking, okay, run blocking in the offensive part of the game scheme. We gonna have Travis Kelsey back, so that's going to up a whole lot of different things, and I'm gonna bring this up too. Another thing that we we didn't do really uh, well against was our special teams. I don't want to leave them out of it. I don't want to leave them out of it all because special teams is a weapon. And so we need all the things encompassing, you know, to play well to beat this Jags team. Yeah. Um, we'll get to the office in a second as far as what Kelsey brings um, based on the lackluster yeah, performance yeah. last week. But uh, sticking with uh, Chris Jones, so that, with this week two matchup specifically, you talk about other offensive firepower. But we, we know yeah. without the old line, those, those offensive weapons don't mean anything really. 
Uh, Brand Scherf, um, they're starting a left guard um, out. He's possibly going to be out this week. Um, mm-hmm. Talking about that, and then also that, I think they have the, uh, some of the other guys on their O line are kind of banged up. This week, obviously, having Chris Jones back against a, a banged up off the line, that's that's huge, um, obviously. But um, and also you talk about Lejerry Sneed, who barely played all, uh, did barely did camp all throughout the off season. He played last week full go. It's another week for him to get healthy. Ten days off to get healthy. So I mean, the defense is start, starting to take shape. We will get Amenahu back in, in a in a few weeks. But um, what what do you what do you think Spags needs to dial up this week in order to kind of put pressure on? We kind of talked about during our live stream, but what do you what do you anticipate him as far as putting pressure on this office to make Trevor Lawrence kind of um, either are we going to try to stack the box to make Trevor Lawrence make plays to these guys on the outside and kind of test to have them test our corners. Or I mean, what kind of what kind of offensive game plan do you see coming this week against against Trevor Lawrence? I, th- I think it's what you had you had to bring pressure, and I think what you do is you bring give him different looks about guys coming to the line of scrimmage and seeing oh he's making a count who's coming now and you know back some guys out. And so what you do is you just kind of put him in a in a in a situation where he's thinking a lot. Okay, you you showing him one thing and doing something else. Uh, and Spags is going to do a good job of that. Uh, but I think that's one thing that you have to do with Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence does a great job of getting the ball out of hand. He gets rid of it quick, and he's got to eat. I mean, and he's throwing darts. He's throwing darts. He's got some really good receivers who can catch the football. Not only that, but they can make yards after the catch. So one of the things you have to do, and, I, and I've seen this in the game, is you got to get your, your hands up too, right, in the lane. That's another thing. I'm sure they're going to reiterate that during practice. Like, hey, look, get in your passing lane. Get your hands up in the passing lane. Let's be physical on those guys uh, up there when they run in the routes. Uh, so that that's going to be that's going to be the thing. And the main thing that you have to do, you have to stop the running game. Can't get Etienne start running because then all of a sudden that opens up the door for everything. And once that joker start running and, and going because he don't go down easy, uh, it could be a long, long day. Uh, but you know the thing is. If, if you bring some some blitz off the edge, a lot of pressure off the edge, up the middle, Chris gets push, which is always a tough thing to do, okay, for a quarterback to deal with. It's pressure in their face. And Chris is coming out with fresh legs to get pressure, okay? And hopefully what it will also do is, I hope it'll pick up the spirits in the D-line room also, right? Because you got your leader back, okay? And let them all feed off of that. So that I think that's, that's the key to stopping Trevor Lawrence is kind of bringing pressure, keep him un- uncomfortable, get him moving his feet out of the pocket. He's good running the football with his feet, but also, too, just staying on him, staying at him. Uh, and I think that would be, be the key to be successful uh, this week against him. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing they have. They have the ground They have the ground game with, with the mix of Etienne and Tank Bigsby, their, their rookie running back, and then obviously their receivers on the perimeter. Um, th- those are two things that kind of stuck out last week. Obviously, the last drive of the game, because we kind of pretty much held – they contained their, their running rushing attack last week. Uh, with Montgomery and Gibbs, um, but it wasn't the last drive they kind of committed to it. But before yeah. that, when they were moving the sticks, uh, uh, Goff and that Lions passing attack was the middle of the field in the crossing routes. What did you see specifically from our defense that was allowing us to give up a lot of those crossing routes in the middle of the field? Uh, so what allows you know the middle field to, to open up is when you're worried about the run. That's part of it. So if a team is gassing you. Linebackers are coming up a little bit faster, right? They're holding their position because they're thinking, yeah, they got some great runners up front. They got a great offensive line playing against the Lions uh, last week. 
we got to watch the run. Okay, they got very two talented backs back there that did a great job. So a lot of that is just kind of the play action, and they 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 did a lot of that too. A lot of play action that keeps you know uh, linebackers feet in the mud. So I think that was part of it to just kind of give up that middle man. Uh, but you're gonna have that that issue this week. The thing is, the difference is if you got somebody up front who could take double teams and you could hold all that up, then you can kind of sit back a little bit. You can keep guys off of you. The linebackers last week played phenomenal. They, I think they played phenomenal. It's going to be very, it's going to be very key for those guys to get back in in passing lanes to stop everything that's like you said over the middle, uh, and just kind of getting those little curl routes that area, curl hook route, you know, uh, spacing part of it. But yeah, I think I think a lot of it had to do with the combination of the running game affecting the passing game. It opens up the middle because you're trying to stop the run. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, of the guys, so they have so many different talents. You mentioned Ray, Ray Lee, Kirk, Zay Jones, and Evan Ingram. I mean, gosh, they go they go so deep with the receivers. Um, of those guys, who are you more concerned about game playing for this week? Oh man, because it seemed like we had a hard time with Sam Laporta last week. They're tight end. I mean, he had, he had a pretty big game for his first career game. I was going to say Ingram. Mm. That he's he's a guy that you have to make sure doesn't go off on you. Cause he's very talented and so he's gonna go against our, our safeties and he can get in that middle he can make some he can make some moves uh i think the corner is gonna be pretty pretty good against uh what they have out there uh they did a pretty good job you know with them kind of last year kind of being their face challenge him a little bit um but the, the the tight end though if you if he starts hitting you over the head you know that's, that's a different ball game and we know Ingram can put some numbers up, man. He's very fast, got good hands. Uh, he can make guys miss. Uh, he gets in this route fast. He, he, you know, you could tell, and it's funny because you could tell when he's going out for a pass. I seen, I watched the game with, with uh, uh, Indianapolis, and I knew every single time he was going out for a pass, a pass route. You could tell because that joke ain't going to block nobody. He ain't chopping his hands on anybody in the running game. <laughs> he ain't going to do that. As soon as that sucker man got the uh, 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 the, the the pass. You know, we were talking about a little, uh, <laughs> you know, a little joke we were talking about having to, you know, saying, uh, making noises. That's mm-hmm. like he's out the gate quick. <laughs> he's out the gate quick. So, but yeah, I think that's that's going to be the key, man. Ingram is like the sneaky type of dude that you got to got to watch that you can't let him start killing you. Yeah. And hopefully they, so, they, they make more priority of the tight end, knowing what Laporta did to us last week. It's going, it's going to fall on, on 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 Cook and them guys. It's going to fall on. It's going you know and Reed. It's going to fall on them guys and then linebackers too. So, yeah, yeah. It's that middle. Yeah, I, I have Ingram in a few of my fantasy leagues. So uh, I mean, if he has a good game, all right. But like, not too good of a game. <laughs> um, yeah, you have a good game and still lose. I want you losing. I want you know total. Want you losing, but you can have you know have a couple yards here and there. Yeah. You know, yeah, get a little point. <laughs> like maybe like seven catches. It's a PPR league, so it's like seven, eight catches, like twenty-five yards. There you go. It's a ten in fantasy. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine with that for my tight end. <laughs> um, yeah. So from their tight end to our tight end. So you know, we got Chris Jones back on defense. Check. Now we're going to get our guy Travis Kelsey. Who looks like he's going to be playing on Sunday. So very good. Yes, very. Sir. Good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Eighty-seven is back, baby. Yeah. He's back. And and it's one of the things uh, last week, everyone was kind of blaming. The big question was, did the defense look worse without Chris Jones or the offense look worse without Travis Kelsey? I think 
overall, I think the offense looked worse without Travis Kelsey. Uh, but now that he's back, a lot of people seem to think that everything that was wrong with the offense is going to be, we're going to be back to, you know, fire on all cylinders. That's my question to you. Does Travis Kelsey solve all the issues you saw last week with the offense, J.D.? No, not all the issues, but he, but a majority of them he does. Uh, because without a doubt, that is Patrick Mahomes' number one leading receiver. That's his guy. That's his go-to. And so when you don't have that outlet, you know, I see a little grimace on, on, on Patrick's face when these guys are dropping balls, you know, or maybe not getting open. 87, Kelsey, he's going to be able to do that. Like I said, that's his guy. He knows – they on the same wavelength about like getting open. What do you need to do on this play? Particular thing. Patrick's looking for 87. Okay. This guy's not open. This guy's not open. Third shot. Where's Kelsey? Okay. That's his read. That's what it's going to look like. So more so than not, if Kelsey ain't the number one on this, he's number two or three. That's that's primarily what it is. But Kelsey can't he can't catch the ball for the wide receivers. He can't do it. He can't catch the ball for these guys. Okay. But I think these guys are going to be okay. I think Kadarius Tony is going to be all right. I think Sky Moore is going to step up this week. I think MBS is going to show up a little bit more. Hopefully, Rasheed Rice gets to get a little bit more reps. Hopefully, Justin Ross gets to get a little bit more reps. Uh, and so I, I, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for right now for these guys to start building some type of rapport and getting better week after week after week after week. And sometimes it's one thing for, for Travis to be on the sideline Rooting these guys on. It's a different thing from being in the game, making plays when those guys like, heck yeah, that's what I'm talking about, right? We need to do our part, okay? And sometimes it was just on the young bucks and they ain't making plays. That's a hard place to be. It's a hard place to be. And so people were piling on a, a Kadarius Tony. They were. But you know, he's a good football player. He's a good football player. He's going to be even better this week. Yeah. I right. talk about, you know, Chris Jones may have a chip on his shoulder based on all the stuff that he heard uh this the last few weeks and he said he's got receipts. Kadarius Tony definitely has it from the Giants fans. Obviously, you know, he's been trolling back with them on Instagram. Uh, but then also the, the stuff he's probably heard from our own fan base. This guy listens and hears it all, guys. Hey, so th- he'll definitely have that chip on his shoulder this week as well. Yeah, yeah. Um sure. So talking about uh, Kelsey's impact, obviously we know what he can do with the ball. This is this is one thing I think a lot of people just forgot that like how 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 big of a presence he is. Kelsey not being there last week, defenses were able to kind of play a straight up, right? I, mean, I think they're playing more mm-hmm. of a zone last week, but they were able to play a straight up. Whereas you implement Kelsey, now you have a guy in there who's gonna make the defense squirm a little bit. You might have more focus on him, leaving kind of uh, the other guys to kind of make plays. Then you know because you're gonna key in on right. one guy. Do you think that could play a part in maybe seeing the offense open up a little bit where people the defense is more concentrated on Kelsey and then you have other guys kind of freed up a little bit? Oh, man, without a doubt. I mean, you, you had the game plan for Kelsey. Matter of fact, you know, when you go into the game, you're saying, look, this guy, you take his picture and you put it up on, on the board. This guy right here, we cannot let him kill us because he will. We give him a chance and opportunity. He will eat us alive. He's coming back. He's going to be ready. And so they was waiting for their soldier to get back. He, he, he's he got his uniform. He's got his pads on. He ain't on the sideline anymore. He's going to be in the game. You're going to see him this week. So you, without a doubt, as a defense, got to make sure you stop 87. That's what you have to do. But, yeah, like you said, it, it opens up everybody else. So now everybody's like, hey, guess what? Travis is going to get double team, maybe triple team. 
gonna give you more opportunity. Get open, okay? Get open. Now we look. We look. Everybody want to hear excuses about you're young and this and that and oh, you know, he's hurt. Nobody wants to buy into those excuses. I understand how they are because it's reality, okay? Kadarius Tony came out and he probably shouldn't play. Probably shouldn't have played that many snaps. He was hurt. He was still hurt. And he said as much, right? Said it was probably my fault for making the players, but yeah, he looked like he was still laboring his foot, his leg a little bit. Thing is, this ten-year deal or ten—I'm sorry, ten-day deal—getting into the game gave him a little bit more rest, a little bit more time to get a little bit more healthy. He's going to be a better football player this week. Okay, so that's all we need, and hopefully, what that'll do is open up the door also too for Kelsey to get some looks maybe down the road. So then I'll say, well, maybe Kadarius Tony is not that bad. Maybe what we see on film, him dropping all the balls, everybody jumping on and paddling on, uh, may not be true. So let him come through, man, resurrect himself this week. But without a doubt, man, teams are looking to stop 87 because we know PM15 is looking for him first, first chance. Yeah. Kelsey, man, he's back on the field and uh, also rumors that he's uh, dating um, or quietly, I've never heard this before. Uh, Quietly hanging out with Taylor Swift, so they, this guy, this guy's got made on and off the field, JD. Oh wow! Uh oh, never heard of such a thing. Quietly hanging out with with a girl. Maybe they just, you know, look, they just want to be friends. Ain't nothing wrong with, with people being friends. Hey, look, be friends, cool with it. Hey, look, Taylor Swift is she's out here and she's touring and all those different things. Hey, y'all, y'all got all off season for this. You know, y'all go ahead and make y'all a little quiet time. Ain't none of our business, okay? <laughs> Zip my mouth on that one. It's y'all business. Y'all good with that, you know? So. But who would have thought we, 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 we had a star tight end dating with the most popular person in the entire world right now, but making billions on these concerts that she's been doing. I mean, tight ends, man. Tight ends are back, baby. Here's to you, uh, A-Sam. That's how, that's how the tight ends do it, baby. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. <laughs> Man's do hosting yeah. SNL, dating Taylor Swift. I mean, he's got it made. Man, he's oh, no man. The world's his oyster right now. Man. Yes, he, sir. He's yeah. he's taking the, the bite of it. Yeah. As he should. It's a release. Nothing so. wrong with it. Um, all right, so we're gonna head to our last topic of the night, our game predictions. If you were watching our bleacher report, you would have seen our prediction already. But hey, if you're making bets this weekend, you might, might, might want to listen to what JD's got to say. Um, okay, so Chiefs. On the road, going to Jacksonville, three-point favorite. Um, yep. Obviously, rematch of the AFC Divisional game last year where we played, where Mahomes had the famous ankle sprain uh, comeback game, the famous Jordan-like flu game for uh, Patrick Mahomes. Um, oh, right. <laughs> uh, came back and we won that game. Uh, but, obviously, we, we mentioned to the, some of the additions they have. Calvin Ridley, a new guy they have in-house, um, looked great last week against Indianapolis. So, obviously, it's not the same teams they were last year. Um However, no. um, they looked good last week. There, a lot of people are picking them to to be the one seed in the AFC um, in the AFC playoffs this year. Well, but they're meeting this week. Chiefs three point favorite on the road. The total points of this game, JD, is fifty one points, highest point total of the weekend for any NFL game. So, JD, who do you have and why? Uh, so I, you know what, I, I'm not shocked after watching all of those like the first week, all the kind of low scores. You know, the bad ball. Uh, we sit there and we watched. We talked about this. I, I want to bring this point up, though, first. <laughs> Talk about all the guys that lost. Okay? I think I brought this like, man, all I seen was 
45 million, 55 million, 54 million, and 30 something of guys that lost. They, you know, all these, you know, top quarterbacks, okay, making all this money, losing, okay? And uh, it, 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 you know, it's one of those things they're looking for this week for guys to come back. What's going to be now, okay? These guys making all the money out of the face of the, of, of the, of the NFL. PM50 is going to come up, man. He's going to hang up at least uh, four touchdowns. So they, they're going to get 31 points. It's going to be 31-28 Kansas City. That's what I'm looking at. Trevor Lawrence is another one. He's going to put up a lot of points. You know, defense is going to play well. They're going to play well. It's going to, they're going to, and the thing is, it's going to be a sneaky 28. It is going to be a sneaky 28. You know, considering who we're playing against, 28 is it's not being a, it's not a bad, bad job. Right, you always look twenty-one under that, twenty-eight, you know, because it's Jacksonville. They'll sneak one in. We know that, but Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, thirty-one, twenty-eight. That's what I'm looking at. So, uh, on the, that's what that's what I'm at. on the live stream you mentioned that you think so. You said you said Mahomes is a new I, I, four touchdowns for Mahomes. Uh, how many of those go to Travis Kelsey, and then how many sacks Chris, does Chris Jones get? So I, I had two of those going to go to Travis Kelsey, two touchdowns because he just he's 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 ready. He was ready last week, man. He just oh my gosh, he just looked so sad because he couldn't do nothing out there. And I feel his pain. I've been there. I've been there where you hurt. You just thank God he just want to do, and you know what you can make a difference in this. So he gonna he's gonna look. He gonna dial him up for two. You know, dime to dummy for two. That's what I'm looking at. And then of course Chris Jones on the other side. You know, come do his little wave. Like you're talking about the chip on his shoulder. You know what I'm saying? He's going to take a munch out of both of them. He's like, look, I'm going to go out there and get at least one sack. Shoot, I give him one and a half, to be honest with you. So this week, Travis Kelsey, two touchdowns. Chris, one and a half sacks. So that's what I'm looking at. And these guys are going to come out there, and they're going to come out hitting. Because uh, they need to. They need to. So we need uh, the, the defense right around Chris. Okay. Everybody come in like Patrick said. These open arms. We're gonna work him back to open arms. It was never close to him. Never close to him. They are happy for him. They are happy for him themselves. Uh, but yeah, that that's what it's gonna be, man. 31-28. 31-28, man. Two t- TDs. Pat uh, Travis Kelsey, eight seven. Two of them. I like it. Um, just a fun one. So short yardage plays was it was the big topic last week. Oh yeah. Will we see? For the first time since that Thursday night game against Denver, will we see a Patrick Mahomes QB sneak this Sunday? No, no, no. And 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 I that to me would be fourth and inches, yes. But fourth and one or three, three third and one, no. You, you better hand hang it hand it off to your running backs. Hand it, hand it off to them jokers. That's what you do, okay? And you put it on that offensive line, that jogging out of an offensive line that we have, okay? And you tell them bow their backs up and come off the football with some oomph. We need, we need, we need to bench some guys right now. And I'm not, I'm not talking about put them on the bench physically. I'm talking about lifting them up like bench presses, bench press some guys. How about that bench press the defensive line? Because we need to see that, man. We need to look explode and with our hips. Need to see some hard steps with you know boom, 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 boom. 
I always say that. That's the that's the steps. Steps got to be that fast. You know, it's like rhythm. You know what I mean? It's that's what it sounds like. That's how fast the beat got to be to move guys. And so that's what I'm looking for, man. I'm looking at hard hitting, establishing football, tough football. I'm putting a challenge on the offensive line, man, to get these yards on the running game, man. We got to get that established. We have got to do that right now. We have to. Can't wait on it. Yeah, and I think as far as like you talk about rhythm, just the the, the the footwork. But I think the rhythm, and this is something that I think just mo- most teams around the league, unless you have a bell cow running back, I think it's going to be hard to establish rhythm with the running back with the, with the committees they got. I mean, I, I think the splits as far as the the, the carries last week was seven, seven, and like and like two. I mean, it was kind of kind of wild that the, the the no running back, especially a guy like Pacheco, they kind of have to get they kind of have to get the ball a lot more to get a rhythm, especially. We talk about you know a guy who didn't play hardly play in preseason, but he comes right out of the gate gets seven carries. I mean, how is he? How is anyone supposed to get rhythm with seven carries? It, it's it, you can't. It's tough. It's tough to do. You know, you almost got to be like a light switch, and we know nobody's a light switch in the NFL. You know, you got to work a guy up into what he's doing. So give him some looks, give him some some totes, okay, and we'll be better for it. Offensively, we'll be better for it. That way, we won't have to always just rely on patting his arm and these wide receivers and whatnot. Like we got, we got good running backs. We do. We got some really good, fine running backs. Okay, hard nosed running backs will run, uh, and I trust them. Pacheco, McKinnon, Ch. I trust those. I trust those guys. I really do. You know, everybody wanted to say about running in the lanes and stuff, and not look. I trust these guys. I trust them. Okay, we just need an offensive line. Establish it, you know, right now in, the, in right there in that that the trenches. Games went up front. That's what's win the game right there. Yeah, and I think our offense can can do something. I mean, Indianapolis wasn't supposed to have a powerhouse offense, and they uh, nearly had three hundred yards last week uh, with a rookie quarterback. So, like, I mean, I think yeah. you can run on these guys. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, that does it for us. Thanks for tuning in to Chief Concerns. Um, we will be on right after the, the Jags and Chiefs game on Sunday. I believe, J.D., we only have like one or two. Like, I think this is one of two one o'clock games we have all season. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That is crazy. But you know what? <laughs> Thankful. I'm glad. <laughs> to be honest with you, you know, I like I like it later in the game. I like the later, later, later stuff. I like it later. Yeah, I, you know, I actually don't mind four o'clock games as much because there's only like three on. At least the one o'clock games I can watch the the full, the, pretty much like what, eight games or or, or about. So. Right, right. Uh, but we got the one over in uh, what's name? Don't we play uh, overseas with uh, Miami? Oh, oh yeah, uh, that's right. We, we have like, we have like a nine a.m. game. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, a, a, a little football, a little football and cereal. Uh, not 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 so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Come in wearing your, your, your little night coat air, you know, uh, the nightgown. Uh, yeah. You know. Your little Ebenezer Scrooge outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smoke jacket, all that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> all right. Well, we hope everyone joins us for our post game show on uh, Sunday directly after the game. We hope you guys enjoy the yes, episode, sir. and we'll see you guys on Sunday. See you on Sunday, man. All right. Go, Chiefs. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.